Welcome back to Midpen Sports Weekly, the only podcast covering all high school sports around the Midpen Conference in basketball right now and wrestling, and that's exactly what we're covering today. In addition to a little bit of football coverage, I'm Luke Brown back with Draven Murty for a return of Midpen Sports Weekly. Today, we talked to Bruce or Bryce Butler and Isaac Sines of Cumberland Valley Football. Both of those kids are going to play at Millersville, and Draven talked to Josh Smith, the sophomore point guard for the Mechanicsburg Wildcats, who have really turned it around this year. Last year, an 11-11 and team. This year, they're number three in, I believe, 5A. Um, Josh Smith leading the charge with his new coach, Mike Gaffey. Draven talked a little bit about that. Um, but you can also go check out the article from that interview on our website in the in the description of this episode. But Draven, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing great. It was, a, it was a long Monday, but we got through it. I'm excited to just be recording now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Monday after uh, bang bang up day in the NFL with the uh, conference championships. Um, NFC, the Eagles are heading to the Super Bowl as well as the Chiefs. And uh, couldn't be more thrilled about watching the NFL season play out but also watching the uh, high school sports season play out. And we're going to give our guesses as to how the district playoffs are going to play out right here on this episode. So we are going to give our district champion favorite out of any of the classifications for boys basketball, girls basketball, and wrestling. And uh, there's some really, really good teams here in boys basketball, Draven. Oh, absolutely. But... Amongst there are a lot of really good teams. There's only one team that I think really can win it, and that's Trinity. Like there are teams that will contend with Trinity. McDevitt can challenge them. Middletown can challenge them from time to time. It'll be tough, but when it comes down to it, you're not going to be Trinity this year. I just don't think any team has the depth or the height to match Trinity that's required. Yeah, and I, I this is my pick as well for Trinity. Um, and I think you definitely could go out there and say Cumberland Valley is by far the best team in the mid-pen. And I think that that's fair, but I think what really gets you with Trinity is that they are a two-seed in this bracket, and Columbia's the number one. But And Columbia's 15-1, and one, Trinity is 15-2 and two right now. Trinity did a phenomenal job with their out-of-conference schedule because y- you and I are both mid-pen capital guys, you being at Middletown, me being at Camp Hill. We see how tough that division is with McDevitt, Trinity, Middletown, all those guys. But, driving, this is a team that scheduled Lancaster Mennonite, district champs from last year. They scheduled Milton Hershey, who is doing a phenomenal job in their own division. And this is a team that scheduled teams like Southern Columbia and Wild Missing to finish off the year next week. And they play McDevitt on Friday night. I mean, this is, the schedule that they have endured to still be a 15-2 and two team is very impressive. And Columbia has not played those teams. They haven't been battle-tested. Um... Like I like I feel like Trinity has, and that's why they have the edge. I think. I mean, it's just it comes down to simply opponents. Like, how good are the teams that you're playing? Yeah, you can go fifteen and zero 
against a bunch of five-year-olds, but then if you go at 11-2 and two versus actual competition, <laughs> it's a big difference. And Trinity, not to discredit any other team's competition, but Trinity has intentionally scheduled tough games, like you said, to make themselves look better. And that is exactly what it's done. When you look at who they've played and how they've done it, they have been exceptional. And exactly what they wanted to accomplish is being accomplished. Yeah, and not only look better, but be better. I mean, they. This is. It's really a well-rounded, battle-tested team, and I'm excited to see what they can do in districts. Uh, on the girls' basketball side, I haven't followed this as much, but there's some there's some pretty good teams around the girls' side. Um, and you go down here through the classifications, uh, a lot of teams. In 1A, but none in the mid-pen as well as not um, any contenders in 2A. But you go to all the way, I guess, down to 4A. uh, And you look at the McDevitt team. They are really good. 4A is really going to be a battle. Uh, DeLone Catholic leading that at 18-1. But Bishop McDevitt's right there as the 5 seed. And Trinity is right behind it. Well, Middletown's directly behind them as the 6 seed, 14-5. Trinity... 12 and 7 and I want to talk to you a little bit about this Travin Middletown they were not good last year 14 and 5 how did this come together Well I've I've been calling games for Middletown all year so I've kind of seen how they've done it and it's primarily due to star freshman Jayla Kozer Now Addie Huber's doing what we saw her do last year she's been phenomenal but Jayla Kozer is averaging almost I want to say at least 20 points per game she is wow. this team's rock, wow. and they have, and around her are just shooters. They put around players who, behind the arc, can drain threes. That's Addie Hubert. That's Emma Cleland. This team is very good. The issue, though, is that on the varsity team, they have one player who is not an underclassman, and that is senior guard Bella Burley, who comes off the bench. This team is very young, which will be the death of them come playoffs. I mean, mm-hmm. they've played very closely versus McDevitt. They beat a previously undefeated Wyoming missing team. The talent is there. They're just simply too young right now. And it'll improve and give them two years, and I think they can win the whole damn thing. But right now, I just don't think it. I, they're good. I just don't think they can get it done. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Middletown's matchup against Trinity. That is tomorrow night. Um, be really exciting. Yeah, that's going to be a really fun matchup um, on the girls' and boys' side. But uh, 4A is really the spot, I think. Trinity is right there. Um, West West Perry and Boiling Springs are are the only other mid-pen teams. In the, well, Big Springs in there as well, and East Penn um, all in 4A. And some of those teams will make the playoffs. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that 4A bracket with McDevitt, Middletown, Trinity all jam-packed right there. Um, but in terms of my pick for who has who in the mid-pan has the best chance to win the district, it has to be the Polar Bears from Northern York. 16-2 and two on the season. There are two losses to Greencastle, um, who is number one in 5A, and York Catholic, that was a 1.49-48 loss. They face Mechanicsburg, who is defending a district title appearance, uh, and that game is 
uh, 8th of February there next week. Um, but yeah, I have to go with Northern. Yeah, I don't blame you. Northern's a very good team. But for me, I'm going to go McDevitt. Now, McDevitt is just a really nice mix of size and shooting. Um, I'm currently blanking on her name. I'm Formica. So sorry, but I know they have a sharpshooting senior point guard who leads leads the court. Now, the, the, their defense leads them may be desired, but something that they have is they have length. They have length. They Olivia Gorella leading the way with Ella Savala is a lot better than a lot of other teams have. I think McDevitt has a really good mix of youth and experience, and I think that they will come out on top. Yeah, I think that you're spot on about youth and experience. Sophia Formica obviously leading that off. That's exactly what I was thinking of. That's my mistake. Yeah, soft, I believe she's a sophomore. Oh, is she? Yeah. Um... But, yeah, I think that, that you look at this McDevitt team and, and not point out a ton of weaknesses uh, in the offense. And they, they can play defense as well, of course. But, but they yeah, they have a lot of shooters. They kind of remind me, to be honest, of the uh, Middletown team that you spoke of because you have Formica leading up the offense and you surround her with a bunch of shooters. Yeah. I'm looking here. Oh, Junior. Junior. Um, 2024 graduate. So she's there for this year and next year um, over there at McDevitt. So yeah, that's going to be interesting as well. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the wrestling side of things as their district is determined according to the PIAA District 3 website. The, the uh, playoff teams have been picked and obviously you have individual uh, performances for wrestling as well. But we're going with team district playoffs and I'm pulling up the uh, power rankings here because I looked at yeah here we go so just 2A and 3A here no just just two classifications but in terms of the mid pen it's uh, West Perry the two seed from 2A Bishop McDevitt the four seed Upper Dolphin six Trinity seven um, and that does it for 2A Camp Hill finishes 13 they needed to be the 12 seed um, to finish within playoffs and in 3a it's central dolphin the one seed cumberland valley the three seed in 3a chambersburg five boiling springs six gettysburg 11 lower dolphin 12 14 redland and finishing just within the bounds of the playoffs the 16 seed carlisle that does it for the wrestling side of things and and um a lot of mid-pen, as you can tell. A ton of mid-pen uh, represents in the district. Um, and I initially was going to go with Cumberland Valley as my favorite here. But how can you bet against the Mustangs from West Perry? I mean, they always put together a really good team. 13-1. and one, They've Their only loss was in January uh, in what looks to be like a tournament-style day. They went 3-1 and one that day, lost to Bald Eagle area from District 6, beat Steel High 78-0, beat Sayer from District 4 78-0, and beat Juniata 45-23. That was all in the same day, so you can't really blame them for the loss. Ivy, that is a very good very team. There is no takeaway from that. 
But for me, you said, how do I bet against them? I bet on McDevitt. I just typed up McDevitt's girls basketball team. Now I got to hype up their wrestling team. When you're being led by a guy like Riley Robel, you have other superstars like Tillman Artell and really just a really strong core around that. You get into dangerous territory. And this is a team that is very, very good. No one's beaten them yet this year, unless I'm mistaken. The closest team that I actually uh, played them, if I'm not mistaken, was Camp Hill. And it's a very good team. And I just, I, I don't think any team really contends with them. I think Big Debbie can win that all, win it all. Yeah, and you look at individual performances, and definitely you, you can think that Riley Robel is going to uh, do what Riley Robel does and and go for another gold. I believe he's defending two straight state titles. Um, but yeah, I believe that Camp Hill allowed or put up the highest number of points on them this season. Yeah, in a 42-34 win for McDevitt. And since then, they uh, they ended up losing two matches, one to uh, Lackawanna Trail and the other to Downington West. And those were uh, that was a tournament day as well. They beat Daniel Boone as well as East Penn um, and went 2-2 two and two on the day. But yeah, they just rounded out their season this past week with a 61-6 win at East Penn. Uh, yeah, and it's really hard to bet against Bishop McDevitt as well. There's so many good wrestling programs, but um, really looking forward to seeing what happens in districts. But any anything else you want to get in, Travin? Uh, no, I think I'm good. So that does it for our uh, analysis of girls, boys, wrestling, Um, girls basketball, boys basketball, and wrestling. Uh, Let's go talk to Isaac Sines and Bryce Butler from Cumberland Valley Flippantly committed to Millersville University. It's Bryce Butler and Isaac Sines, both from this past year's Cumberland Valley football team and heading to play for the Millersville Marauders next season, uh, committed to the same college just last week or so. Uh, And guys, congratulations on your commitments. So I want to start with this. You both played, I'm assuming, four years together at Cumberland Valley and are now heading to play four more years together at Millersville. How exciting is that aspect of it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely surreal. Um, like, going into college, knowing you have, like, a buddy there is definitely helpful. Plus, these competitive teammates, it will be fun. Yeah, just playing with, like, one of my best friends said I've known, like, my whole high school career is just, like, so much better in college. Yeah, absolutely. And and how do you feel that your college commitment process, the recruiting process throughout maybe the last two years of high school, how do you feel like that process went for you? I think it went well. I think a lot of, like, schools came in. Like, our coaches did a great job, so, like, reaching out and, like, putting us out there, like, uh, getting us exposure to colleges and stuff. But overall, I mean, it went well for us. Yeah, I mean, it's a process you only go through once, so it's very exciting with all the different coaches, um, you know, and something you can't really take for granted, so it was a fun process. And what made you guys decide on Miller's – first I'll ask, did you guys talk about 
going to the same college before you decided on your commitment, or did did it just happen that you did the same college? Um, we I, we weren't like planning going. I think we both just were interested in Millersville from the camp over the summer. Um, and I think that was like we didn't talk about planning to go there, but I think that ended up just being kind of the place for both of us. And plus, like all the like coaches we've known since like we were juniors, like we've kept in touch with them like more so than any other college. Right. What stood out to them? The the relationships the coaches try to build with the recruits. I yeah, think the, sure. The big thing, um, you know, they our recruiting coordinator, you know, texts us every day, asking how our day is. Just little stuff like that, you know, really goes a long way. Yeah. And and how did you? What did you feel that? their goal with you guys more was it just to truly build the relationship or did you feel like the whole time they were actively recruiting hey come here I mean I think it was both I think you know building relationships is a big part of it but I think that you know I think their program is on the right track and I think they're really recruiting the right guys so yeah I agree with that 100% what are you most excited about to go play there What or anything really with school with Life in Millersville. What are you most excited for? Yeah, I mean, just just to, like see something new and then like get that college football experience and you know make new friends and all that. Yeah, for sure, making new friends, the whole new experience. You know, it's kind of getting to a used to a new normal. I think is kind of kind of exciting. Have Have you spoken to coaches? Maybe the head coach. Maybe your position coach on what they are most excited to have you do as a freshman. Yeah, um, I mean, I spoke, I will be playing uh, receiver, so I'm, like, making a position change. So, you know, I've talked to the offense coordinator, receivers coach, um, you know, a lot about just kind of that position and what they expect me from there. Yeah, I talked to uh, the linebackers coach mostly and the head coach too, but, I mean, Obviously, I'm committed there to play linebackers, so that's why me and the linebackers coach are pretty tight. So, And Isaac, I'll, I'll go to you here. Uh, making a position change, did you know that that was going on before you committed, I'm assuming? Yeah, um, I knew they, they offered me when we were up there for team camp over the summer, and at first it was just kind of like the athlete label they offered me as, so I wasn't totally sure, but as I talked to them more and you know, uh, as their coaches reached out to me and reached out to our, my high school head coach, uh, they kind of decided on uh, like receiver, like a slot receiver for them. Well, could, both of you, congratulations on your commitment, and thank you for joining MidPen Sports Weekly. Thank you. Mechanicsburg currently sits in second place in the MidPen Keystone Conference currently led by sophomore Josh Smith. Josh joins me here today. Josh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great today. Enjoyed the football games, been chilling all day, looking forward to the rest of the season and this interview. Yeah, I mean, football, football, oh, man, I just, it, it would be a lot better if the Eagles were losing, but, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. we got to suffer. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... Let's talk about uh, one thing. One thing that was really key so far for you guys has been kind of transitioning. And from what I know, you're actually a dual sport athlete. You play football in the fall and then you go to basketball, right? Oh, yeah, that is true. So what's kind of that transition been like for you? Um, 
Um, so our football season went pretty good. We had a fun time, of course. And then uh, right away, we weren't really sure who was going to be our coach because there were still coaching interviews going on. And then we found out Coach Gaffey was going to be our coach, and the transition was very easy. Coach Gaffey, we started working hard in the summer, and then even while we were playing football, we were still doing stuff for basketball. We were working hard all day, every day. And uh, the transition came pretty easy for all of us. And Coach Gaffey's a great, great coach. We have a great team, and everything just came easy, pretty easy, yeah. Now, I want to touch on that because obviously you mentioned that now you get to be coached by Coach Gaffey, who in Central Pennsylvania is kind of considered a legend. He's built up such an incredible reputation, and he went he went to obviously Mechanicsburg, a new challenge. What's it been like to be coached by someone that's so highly regarded as like a legend in this area? Oh, it's been great. Gaffey has brought like new life to this program, and I've 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 loved every. I love Coach Rudd. Coach Rudd was a great coach for the first year that I was at Mechanicsburg. But Coach Gaffey, he's all he he's been amazing. He's kept he's kept this program going. He brought us he brought us back on our feet, and now we're just chugging along, and we're standing second in the conference, which is looking pretty good. And we're looking to try and get the first by the end of the year, actually. What what's made him so different? Like compared to obviously previous coaches that you've had, what makes Gaffey stand out compared to them? Um, I've had many great coaches, and I feel Gaffey he un- he understands like all of us really well, all of us as players. He understands what our strengths are and what some of our weaknesses are, and he and he he actually does. He, he is committed to the program, studies film a lot, and just makes sure we have the best game plan for every single game we play. How do you think he's really meshed with this team? Obviously, first-year coach, it can sometimes be difficult for, him to, for a coach to necessarily, I want to say, kind of gain respect and trust of his players. Do you think that kind of happened just immediately? Was it gradual? Like, how, how do you think he won over the locker room? Oh, I feel like it was immediately because we all know Coach Gaffey, like you said, he's he's pretty much a legend in this area, and he pretty much just won us over immediately, especially especially after our first game. You know, we, we knew that we Coach Gaffey was going to be special and that we were going to do good things this year. Now, you guys just had a very good game against Mifflin County. As we're recording this on Sunday, you guys crushed them on su- Saturday night putting up 93 points oh yeah that 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 must have felt good mm-hmm. yeah especially especially after the hard-fought loss that we suffered uh Hershey, the, and we only put up i think it was five points in the second quarter and we felt like we need to come out and just take some of our anger out on them and show people that like it, that game was kind of no i wouldn't say a fluke but we could have played better in the hershey game now, you guys had three games within five days. You had a game on Tuesday, then you had a game on Friday, and then, as I mentioned, you just beat Mifflin County on Saturday night. Now, you get four, or I, w- I should say five full days, because your next game is not until um, Friday night. How, yeah. how did that feel? Is that gonna, That's going to be a nice break? Well, so, yeah, it actually will be a good break. It'll let some minor injuries like ankles and stuff, just minor sores for people. It'll, it'll let us heal up a little bit. It'll let us get our minds focused and 
like we we also need to get a mindset for playoffs now because the end of the season is coming faster than we think it is and we also well we also really need to focus on Palmyra because coach Gaffey also tells us we need to take it one game at a time and Palmyra is the next opponent which is on Friday now we've talked a lot and the thing is you're in a very tough division the keystone is going to really come down to you and Milton Hershey and if last time you guys faced off you and Milton Hershey Actually, you guys won. How do you do? You think that gave you a nice little confidence boost? Something that really riled your team up for this late season run? Oh yeah, the Milton Hershey game was definitely pivotal in our season. We knew coming in that game it was going to be a very hard game, and we ended up pulling it out, which was very good. And it actually really helped us. And Milton Hershey's a good team. They are a really well coached, really well. Um, well-rounded team and to pull out that victory was very very important to us and we stuck to our game plan that game and we got the victory done and then since then we've been we've been doing pretty well now one of the main things that is really important when you have a team like this and like a team like yours i should say is youth and the ability to really just bring over leadership from past years you're only a sophomore. If we're looking to the future and you're looking past this year, which obviously you shouldn't do just yet, but you're looking towards the future, how do you feel about this team for your upcoming junior and senior year? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for the rest of my years here at Mechanicsburg. Of course, because Coach Gaffey's here. Gaffey's always, Gaffey's always going to support us. He's going to be there for us. He's going to help us win. And, he, and we're going to be a winning program for a while here. And also, with, with this year, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy with where we are right now, but we're not done. And we w- we're going to keep on winning, and we're just going to keep on pushing until we succeed fully. Is there any team you're really looking to face? Is there any team you want to face in the playoffs that you want to knock off? Maybe you want to show up? Well, I would say before playoffs, if we do, if we do end up um, battling out the mid-pen conference, um, our conference, I feel like facing Trinity would be a pretty fun matchup because we have um, me and a couple of uh, the other teammates on Mechanicsburg we all have a bunch of friends on Trinity and I feel like it would just be a fun matchup against them and then in playoffs I feel like a fun matchup would either be Milton Hershey versus us or Hershey versus us. Hershey because of the loss we just faced and we want to get them back and Milton Hershey because that matchup's always fun and close I'll tell you this I've gotten that question a lot of time is sometimes a real trap question. Uh, it's used to kind of it's get posted on bar stools, but you answer like posted on bar stools. Teams use it as fuel, but you answered that just about as perfectly as you could have. And I I think that really shows that despite you being just a sophomore, your elite like your ability to kind of be smart in these situations and really show leadership is something that's really developed really well, if I may say. And oh, yeah. so I got to ask here, I mentioned way earlier in the beginning of it, you are a dual sport athlete. Mm-hmm. You can, which, which one's your favorite now? Are you, a ba- are you primarily basketball or are you primarily football kind of guy? So uh, it's funny. With me, 
I like the sport that I'm playing. So right now, of course, it's basketball because I'm having a lot of fun with basketball. But then when football season rolls around in the fall, I love football. So it's just it's just kind of what season and sport falls in, and then that's what I like. Well, I mean, that's kind of surprising given that you're a Cowboys fan. I would not have expected that you actually like yeah. football season. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, Josh. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. That was Josh Smith from Mechanicsburg. They, uh, have a great day, man. Thank you. You too. Thanks for having me. So that does it for this episode of Midpen Sports Weekly, episode number 24. Stay tuned for episode number 25 next week as we dive into more of the wrestling world next week on Midpen Sports Weekly. And make sure to f- visit our website, linked in the description of this episode, as well as checking out our social media on Instagram, Twitter, at Midpen Weekly on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next Tuesday.